You're listening to Profit Without Worry, episode 103. Ever had blank page syndrome when you sit down to write an email series for your business? Well, today we're going to talk about the six steps to get around that so that you can easily write emails that your audience loves to read and take action on. Hey there, I'm Michelle Evans, and this is the show where coaches, experts, and business owners like us Get real about what it takes to create a profitable online business. I can tell you from experience that nonstop hustle plus random acts of marketing do not equal success. So how do we attract a steady flow of clients and sales without all the hustle? This is the Profit Without Worry podcast. Well, hello and welcome back. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. So I've got a question for you. Have you downloaded your free guide to Profit Without Worry? It's super easy to do. Just go to profitwithoutworry.com forward slash free and you can download the guide to get onto your path to Profit Without Worry. So today, let's talk about emails because a big part of having Profit Without Worry is having a really engaging email series that kind of does the relationship building work for you. So I always like to think of an email series, not so much as just like selling things. I mean, obviously they, they sell things, but it's also a way to really set the stage. Set the stage for why you have something different than anyone else has. Set the stage for why your offer or or your approach, so your product, your program, your service, your mastermind, your event, whatever, why your offer is something that's different, that they haven't seen before, something they should pay attention to, and why now is the time to take action. When you do an email series right, it really can set the stage so that you're the person they listen to, you're the person they want to learn from, you're the person they want to engage with or buy from or be around or whatever it is that you sell. And it gives you an unfair advantage against competitors out there that don't know how to do this well. So that's why I wanted to take a little bit of time to to step back because if you're anything like me, If you just sit down to write an email series, it's like that little cursor on your Google Doc or your Word Doc or your pen to your blank paper. It's like, what do I write? Right? I've been there. I've been there so many times where it's just like, oh boy. So either I have like you know, just the the stare of death at my blank paper, or I just start writing and blabbing and saying all these crazy things. And I'm like, I read it later. I'm like, what was I even thinking? What is this has no purpose. So I wanted to go through and talk to you a little bit about how I get my head around organizing an email series. And there's actually six things that I really make sure that I focus on. So let's dive into what those are. So the first thing is to know your customer journey. Now, I did an episode a few episodes back, I'll go uh, link up to it, that's that's about your customer journey. And really, I mean, if you haven't listened to that one, a customer journey in a nutshell 
is knowing where your customers, where your audience is at when they first come to you, what their problem is, what their struggle is, what their dream is, what their hope is, what um, stories they're telling yourself, and you take them on a journey where you start breaking down some of those beliefs that they had before and helping them build new beliefs that help them lean forward and say, okay, I see why I should pay attention to you. I see why this approach or this offer is a really good offer. And I see why, why now is the time for me to take action. And so when you do your customer journey right, boy, can it make all the difference. And it doesn't, it's like selling becomes secondary because you're just taking them on their this journey and you're proving to them that your offer, your approach, your um, way of looking at this problem and fixing this problem is the way that's going to be different than what they've seen before and is going to really help them. And so I'll link up in today's show notes, which you can find at profitwithoutworry.com forward slash episode dash 103. I'll just link right to that other um, episode where I go deeper into customer journey because really understanding the journey you want to take your audience on, that is step one. If you don't know that, it's almost impossible to write a good email series. All right, number two is to have an end point. Know what you're building towards. So when I take a look at people's email series, a lot of times what I'll see is within the email series, they have like, you know, three or four, sometimes five or more different things that they're trying to do. So they might be trying to get people to a sales page. Then they want people to, um, you know, get on a call with them. Then they want people to, I don't know, look at all sorts of different things that aren't related. So if I have a series of blog posts that build the case for my webinar, that build the case for my sales page, that builds the case for buying my product, that's okay. But if I am asking you to get on the phone to talk to me about working one-on-one, and then my next email is, hey, go check out this really cool product that I have, then my next uh, email is like, hey, I have this webinar coming up that isn't related to either of the other things that I've asked you about. That's when it gets really um, confusing and clunky and people are like, I don't know what's going on here. And so when you have a clear customer journey where everything kind of flows together and you have an endpoint that you're working towards, whether that's a one-on-one service, an event, a webinar, um, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to get them to, Make sure you're really clear on that and that everything moves you towards that end point, that you're not taking all these sort of side trips, right? All right, number three, you want to focus on one goal per email. So I'm sure that you probably are like me and your email inbox is flooded with all sorts of great information, but it's like, whew, there's a lot of emails in here. And there are some people that I will always read their email because I know that I'm going to get a little juicy nugget out of it and it's going to, you know, not be confusing. And then there's other people where, you know, I don't even know why I stay subscribed because I open their emails and I'm like, this is so convoluted and confusing and just like it's winding all around. I I don't even understand what you want me to take away from this. And, And their emails make me 
work too hard to try to understand them. And what those usually have in common is that they don't have a goal. They don't have a clear goal that they're trying to achieve. They're just sort of meandering and writing an email to write an email. So what I want you to do and what I usually do with my students and my clients is we take a look and say, okay, what's the goal for this email? And the goal could be, you know, click to a blog post and read about something. The goal could be um, that they have an aha. The goal could be that they, um, you know, respond. The goal could be any number of things. But make sure that you have one per email and that you're not trying to, you know, do 15 things in one email because people get overwhelmed and confused and they'll close out and then they'll start ignoring your emails because it's too hard for them in their busy inbox, in their busy day to get their head around, what are you even trying to to convey to me? All right, so number four, outline your key message per email. Know what it is, I mean, you know, going back to high school English, outline what it is that you're trying to accomplish in this email and then bring in stories, bring in really relevant examples, bring in tangible things that people can um, get versus just trying to um, teach, I don't know, ideas. So one of my, one of my favorite people to um, follow is Jasmine Starr. She is absolutely amazing at telling stories and her emails are so hooky and so, and I don't mean hooky in a bad way. I mean like she sucks you in with a story or with an anecdote or with um, a situation and it's just like, you can't look away. They're so good and it always makes you think. So anytime I see an email from Jasmine in in my email inbox, I always read it because I know that it's gonna make me think, it's gonna make me feel, it's gonna make me like pause for a minute and say, hmm, how am I doing this? Or what does this mean to me? And, you know, I aspire to be like Jasmine. I keep working at it. And if you haven't found somebody that sends you emails um, that really hook you, that really get you from the get-go, you might want to go check out Jasmine Star. You know, opt in for something of hers. You can go find her on Instagram um, or, you know, go to, I think her, I don't even know. Um, I'm in her social social curator program, which I love. Um, so I get lots of emails from that. But um, she does all challenges and she has all sorts of different things that she does. And I would highly encourage you, at the very least, just go check out her Instagram page and, and follow some of her stories or look at her IGTV. She's so good at telling stories. And so if you don't, if you've never seen a really good example, that is a person who gives amazing examples. Okay, number five, pull together proof and examples. So just the last podcast episode, I went through and talked about why proof is so critical and key to getting people to believe you and how you can use examples to really kind of break through their thought process and have them go, huh, tell me more. If you haven't listened to it, listen to episode 102 um, where I go deeper. I talk about the four buckets of proof and all sorts of stuff. But when you have your stories, when you have your goal per email, when you have your endpoint, when you know your customer journey, 
if you can pull in some proof and some examples, um, it can really, really make whatever you're trying, whatever journey you're trying to take people on so much more real and tangible and believable because, you know, they're able to either see your story and your results. They're able to see, um, somebody that has worked with you like a student or a client or a customer. Um, you know, you can prove to them, like, I'm not just saying this, look at it with your own eyeballs of, you know, what the before and after is or whatever, whatever proof it is that you have. And then finally, kiss, K-I-S-S, keep it simple, sweetheart. I think that some of the best emails, um, and this keeping it simple doesn't mean short or long. It just means use simple language, use simple examples, use things that people can get their heads around really easily. Don't try to prove how smart you are or credentialed you are or anything like that. I always think of this when I'm writing emails or writing anything. I always try to think of how would I talk to somebody if I was sitting and having, uh, I don't drink coffee, which is weird because I live in Seattle, but (laughs) coffee gives me migraines. Um, So if I was sitting at a coffee shop with them having my water, (laughs) or if I was having a glass of wine with somebody or whatever, how would we talk about this? Like I probably wouldn't, you know, get all buttoned up and proper, we would keep it simple. We would keep it real. We would keep it as if we were talking to friends. And the best email series that I have ever been a part of, and I've, you know, very consciously opted in for oodles of them because I love to see different people's approaches and you know, their effects and all that kind of stuff. But the best ones that I've seen really do keep it simple. And that doesn't mean that these are easy to write or fast to write. I mean, sometimes keeping things simple means that we have to really rein ourselves in and keep ourselves from going overboard with details and all the stuff that we're excited about and keep it really focused and and simple for our audience to, to take in. So when I say keep it simple, it doesn't mean like you should be able to crank this bad boy out in 15 minutes. In fact, it might take a little bit longer when you're first learning how to do this because keeping it simple um, means that we have to be really clear on what we're trying to get across. All right, so let's just recap these really quick. So the six ways to really dive in and create an engaging Uh, email series uh, for your marketing funnel, for, you know, supporting your profit without worry approach in your business is number one, know your customer journey. Know where you're taking your people. Where are they starting? Where do they need to get to? Number two, have an endpoint. Know what it is that you're trying to achieve with this email series. Number three, focus, 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 focus. Focus on one goal per email and focus on one endpoint for your email journey. Number four, outline your key message per email. And then once you know that key message, bring in stories, bring in examples, like make this real and tangible and help people 
feel, taste, smell, you know, engage with your message. Number five, pull together proof and examples. Don't just make big claims that are empty promises. Back it up, back it up with proofs, back it up with examples. And then number six, kiss. Keep it simple, sweetheart. Use simple language, use simple ideas, focus, focus, focus. All right, I'd love to hear how this goes for you. Do you love writing emails or do you hate writing email series? And how could you use this approach to make writing a compelling email series easier or more streamlined or more effective or more engaging or more valuable for your audience? I'd love to hear back from you. Hit me up on social media or email me, michelle at michellelevans.com. And as you were listening to this, did you think of someone who maybe doesn't like writing emails themselves and who could use these insights about creating a profit without worry email series for their business? If you can think of someone who could use this, would you do both of us a favor and share this episode with them? It's super easy to do. You can just go into your podcasting app and share from there or just share the URL for today's show, which is profitwithoutworry.com forward slash episode dash 103. And your friend can listen right there. And also don't forget to download your freebie five steps to profit without worry. You can get that at today's show notes or profitwithoutworry.com forward slash free so that you can see what it takes to create a movement with your marketing. All right, I hope that you have an amazing week and I'll see you back here next week, same time, same place on another great episode of Profit Without Worry. See you then.